0: Welcome to The Grounded Catholic, the podcast of Catholic who's at the University of Virginia. Happy Easter to all, Christ is risen. I am Father Joseph Anthony Kress, and on today's episode, Corinne and I talk a little bit about entering into the Holy Week liturgies via live stream and uh, the complications and the experience of that, as well as we talk a little bit about entering into this Easter season and this season of joy and resurrection, even in the midst of the COVID 19 lockdown that we are all experiencing right now. So, enjoy! Happy Easter!
1: Happy Easter, Father. <laughs> the Have first thing that celebrating
0: <laughs> by saying hallelujah a lot, just yeah. running around the priory and just like hallelujah, hallelujah. You know,
1: would you say that again?
0: No. No. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> you know, dropping fat beats and just like chopping up and, you know, hallelujahs. Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> no, I mean, it's it has to go down in the record books as one of the weirdest and most awkward um, holy weeks I think we'll ever experience.
1: Yeah. It was definitely one that I'm going to remember for a long time. Mm-hmm. For like forever, <laughs> um. Yeah, what was that like for you? Cause I I haven't seen you since the triduum. No. Began.
0: No, I mean it was, it was an experience, and um, it was a different level of stress that I've had before. And there's when you go through um, planning for the triduum, you know, there's a lot of effort that goes into planning it, you know that. You try to figure out all the details, who's doing what. You have like rehearsals with it because you only do these liturgies once a year. And you kind of have to have everybody walk through the motions of different things, whether it's the veneration of the cross or the logistics of washing people's feet or that kind of stuff. It's like it takes a concerted effort to plan that out. So none of that was happening. And so in one sense, it was like there's not a lot to do. And so there wasn't that kind of, um, kind of uh, fervor in like that heightened, okay, let's figure out everything that we need to do because it was just like, well, all of these things are now being emitted. It's kind of just mass with a little bit here and then a little bit there. And so there wasn't that much like, I don't want to say there wasn't that much planning or prep work put into it, but it was kind of like, well, we're only doing one of these two things. So that's that. You know, there wasn't that like kind of extended preparation that we have to walk through everything and decorations. But from my side of things, I ended up running all of the tech for live streaming all of our masses.
1: Ah, yes, that would make sense.
0: Which makes sense, right?
1: Yeah, you love that stuff. I
0: do. I do. But that meant I had a whole another layer of stress on me um, to make sure that everything was running well and um, that it was going off without a hitch and this is also the first time that I've like kind of dove into the deep end of live streaming anything really and so I was trying to figure it out for the first time and when you go through these things you know go through any kind of experience for the first time it has a level of stress and anxiety to it so uh, it was weird because I was very distracted the entire time
1: Well, I was going to ask, does that mean that you did not really get to participate? Like, how was your participation while you're sitting behind a camera or managing, you know, know, volume levels?
0: It was a small chapel. So it, like I was, we can celebrate from our uh, choir stalls um, because everything's done from our Priory Chapel. And we can celebrate from our choir stalls to keep social distancing so it wasn't like how
1: do you socially distance when you live in <laughs> quote unquote community? yeah
0: i know right well we try uh we just yeah don't see in each other don't hang out too much i guess i don't know wow um but it's y- you can't really but at least in the chapel we try uh to do that so it wasn't like i was at like a much further place away it's a small chapel and i was already there but you know, having big headphones on while you're running levels on a soundboard um is awkward at at different times in the Eucharistic prayer. Priest, (laughs) I'm sure. So um yeah, it was it was very distracting. Um it was hard to pray, but I was able I was able to and participate as much as I could. Um but just yeah, I'm gonna go out on the record and say I never want to do that again. Like, That's... I don't want there to be this kind of Holy Week again. Like, to have nobody um, baptized, to have nobody brought into the church, Yeah. when I know there are people that are hungering for it. They've been preparing for this. They've been excited. You know, our own students. Right. Like, to not be able to celebrate in that way, like, the lack, and, I mean, this is, it was a weird experience, because you wanted to celebrate, you wanted to be joyful, but you couldn't. Right. Um, it was just weird and go through it once, but man, I hope we never have to do this again.
1: Right. Yeah. You and I definitely had a very, a very different experience. One, because I'm not a priest, um, nor yeah, am I that's, religious. Yeah, So, um, <laughs> big difference, huh? but, <laughs> but doing this and doing the Triduum in the context of the family, um, was, was very interesting. Like you still had a, Space to celebrate these liturgies. It was you just didn't have your congregation present with you in a physical Mm -hmm. way. And then I was participating all of this on like the receiving end of it, of just watching these things through a screen in a living room or in a dining room with my dog on my lap, or um, honestly in my pajamas. Some of those times, but but I I actually have a very new appreciation for the triduum through this experience um, and I I was very lucky to have um, a few friends local and we were able to gather like on Thursday night I picked a bouquet of lilacs from my mom's garden um, and nice. brought them and we we went over to one of the the houses and turned the back porch into a little altar of repose with a bunch of candles and flowers surrounding their TV while they live streamed adoration Wow. <laughs> um, a very bizarre experience but very beautiful. yeah um, which was a gift. and actually on on Good Friday um, I think was one of the most m- meaningful times of prayer during the Triduum um, my home parish, The priest does kind of this um, edited version of Tenebrae um, where it's it's between noon and three on Good Friday. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's the seven candles that are lit. And for each of the half hours between noon, starting with at noon and then ending at three, there's a meditation Okay. Um, on one of the seven last words seven la- I was
0: going to say is it the mm-hmm. last words because that makes sense yeah
1: yeah mm-hmm. so I, I printed out we did Fulton Sheen's seven last words Beautiful. and um did it at, at my cottage and turned the um mantle we had seven candles and just like random candles like there were some tea lights there were you know so it was just like whatever Yankee I candles could find and <laughs> candles in there <laughs> no no that was holy Thursday <laughs> okay um, there were a lot of smells going on um
0: Apple cinnamon pie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> extinguish that.
1: Jesus, I didn't realize you smelled like that. <laughs> um, but but on Friday it was really beautiful. Just there was actually a moment where um we this was one of the the third I think it was like the third to last candle that we were going to extinguish, and I just read because I would read like the the Bible passage for this, where the seven last, where that word occurred. Um, and then I would read the meditation and prayer by Fulton Sheen. And then we would just spend like 15, 20 minutes in silence, just reflecting on it. But after I would read each section, I would go and extinguish one of those candles. And I just finished reading. And I got up, I was about to get up and I looked up and the candle I was going to extinguish had already gone out. Like I, I didn't have a, a ton of candle left oh, even gotcha. at the beginning. So after, you know,
0: it just kind of an hour and a half burned itself out. It burned
1: itself out. So yeah. I was like, Oh, well, okay, that worked. That was right cool. on time. Um, so we had maybe an hour left of, mm-hmm. of prayer. Um, and then at, right around three we did the stations of the cross okay um and we actually used the one that you you printed out for me with oh nice meditations by pier giorgio Giorgio fersadi which is really beautiful but we we just kind of took our time with it it went about an hour yeah and we're about two thirds of the way through and i look up and that candle that had gone out on its own was lit again now and it was coming out of like the little the little holder um like it was, it was one of those uh, candle holders that like has like the little the little loop that you can hold on to that you kind of like picture the night before Christmas like a, a person walking around in a yeah. nightgown through a house yeah, yeah, with like yeah. a little lit candle, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's you know there's a flame that's coming out of like that tiny little part that the candle sits in, and I kind of stopped. I waited till we got to a point. I was like, guys, do you see that? And they're like, yeah. Like that just that just started burning again how long has that been out i was like that's been out for like an hour and a half how in the world
0: and nobody saw it like reignite
1: no and so um interesting yeah so there were there were a few people over at the cottage until maybe an hour after we finished praying it stayed lit the entire time and like when like people got up to leave it went out and father like After, after sitting with it, I was like, this feels significant. This feels like something is going on here. And the thing that came to mind was in the midst of all of this, it reminded me of the light that's lit in front of the, the candle that's lit in front of the tabernacle, Mm -hmm. like symbolizing Jesus is present Present. here. And it just, I I was like, we are the church now.
0: Oh my God. Like
1: body of Christ. Like we're two or three are gathered. There were four of us. Holy spirit's here. Like,
0: it's extremely patristic, right? Like this is the yeah. early church stuff. It was it, I, I, not even patristic, apostolic. Yes. Right? Yes.
1: Yeah, ecclesial. <laughs> I mean,
0: this is this is how it began. Yes. In in people's homes and his presence and uh, among them and celebrating um, the joy of that.
1: Yeah, it it reminded me like in the midst of all of this, Jesus is still like the church is no less for not having access to the buildings like we are the body of christ Mm -hmm. we are the temple of god now
0: yeah there's something really beautiful about that is like i've been working a lot um preparing our dedication mass for our new church um and a lot of the prayers in there are reference referencing the living stones
1: ooh,
0: of the church And it like, it's like, yeah, you know, these, you know, these walls that are anointed and all this stuff, but like the first thing that's anointed is our head with chrism at baptism. Oh, wow. And so like, it's all, yeah, these beautiful prayers to anoint a building and to consecrate stone and all this stuff, but almost all the prayers are constantly making reference back to the living stones of the church and the things and not necessarily the things, but the people that are the first ones to be anointed. Um, wow. in the church are the people.
1: I love that. Yeah. No, I. it was such a great context through which to experience the rest of the Triduum and even enter into Easter because there was this reminder of, I'm sitting at my dining room table. We have the bishop's mass going on for Easter Sunday. Half of the family was all dressed up. Half of us were in pajamas.
0: Which side were you on? Or? I got dressed up. I, I figured... <laughs> I wanted I, to. I, wear I wore my, my fancy pajamas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. No, but it it reminded me like that was what was going through my head when I was sitting there and I was so annoyed. The dog is barking. The dog wants food. He wants to go out. We're just getting up and down. Nobody knows if we should actually sing the respons- responsorial psalm. Nobody knows if, you know, do we just do listen kneel? to the what cantor? Do do? Like, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it just it felt awkward. And I hated that. Like this is the most significant day of the year. And we're awkwardly sitting around a table and it doesn't feel like church. And then no. it, the, the candle just came back into my mind and I just thought like, wait, no, but this is the church. This is just as much, we are just as much church as that building is even more like we are the church. The mm-hmm. church still exists.
0: Absolutely. Even if
1: there is no building. hmm Even if, like, for some reason, all of the buildings spontaneously combusted and, like, we actually had no spaces to go to, the Catholic Church would be no less.
0: And it's that kind of awkwardness in, um, I don't know, from from my end, it was like I at least had the experience of still celebrating the liturgies, right? But there was something that was still awkward about it all. Because I'm sitting there and I'm like yeah I have these you know these beautiful liturgies, and maybe they're not done to the heights that we've done them in the past, but yeah that happens and different um you know there's there's different traditions and different um customs and things like that, so I can deal with a low key liturgy for the Triduum, that's fine, but there was just that inability to celebrate
1: well, with, you had the space but not the people which
0: i which is like I had the exact opposite
1: and I had the people and A really weird space. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And it was like there was there wasn't the fullness. Like we were still able to enter into it substantially, I think, from both of our perspectives. But there's still there wasn't the fullness of it. Right. And
1: And I might even dare to say I I think I would prefer to have the people and not the space mm -hmm. than to be in a space that's devoid of of the people. Yeah. Although you still have Jesus, and the yeah, blessed sacrament, I was like, I, so I have, <laughs> I have the blessed sacrament, the I Eucharistic know. Lord in
0: my house. That like, <laughs> I'm strolling by in my pajamas and get to say goodnight to him, and oh I gosh. win. Okay, <laughs> yeah, in you that do. equation, okay. I win. Booyah! Um, so hmm. let's let's talk about kind of entering into Easter now. Yeah, because it's the Easter season. We're, We're dropping that a word all over the place. Oh yeah. Um, and we're in the octave now, which is awesome because that means we celebrate, it's like, we act like it's Easter Sunday for eight straight days.
1: Yeah, how have you been doing that? Chocolate,
0: Reese cups, uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> love Reese cups, but yeah. Reese
1: cups? Yeah, little Reese's? Reese
0: cups. No, not like Reese's pieces, but like the Reese cups.
1: Okay. <laughs> Now I'm really self
0: conscious about that. (laughs) And you're like giving me this judging look. And
1: (laughs) it's, I mean, I'm allergic to peanut butter, so I have nothing to say in this. I forgot
0: that. Yeah. So sad. Anyway, but like entering into Easter in the, um, entering into the Easter season, which is a complete season of joy and celebration right as spring is beginning. You know that was one thing that, like, going through there. W- there was a beautiful night on Holy Thursday, and all I could think of is like, I want to have that ad- outdoor adoration, um, and and be in the midst of that. But like, spring is in full bloom right now, and the weather is great. And but how do how are you entering into the season of joy, the season of the resurrection, while being in lockdown?
1: Yeah, it's it's it feels kind of paradoxical. Like yeah. it was, it felt pretty easy to enter into Lent. Like I had a friend describe it to me that Lent is happening to her,
0: mm.
1: and I thought, "Yep, that sounds about right." Like we aren't She's choosing a victim these of things. Lent. We are victims of Lent. We're victims of you know this pandemic right now, and the things that are happening are not ones that we're choosing. So I actually I've had some really cool conversations with friends about this, about how do we how do we enter into a season of joy when our external circumstances resemble a season of like penitence? Mm -hmm. So.
0: So what's your answer?
1: Oh, so actually, this was a really cool thing that we discussed. Um, We decided that. Just like Lent, like for Lent, you know, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, these- ex- All good things. All very yep. good things. But these external actions that help us with our interior disposition towards the season, we need that as humans. Like we need things. Like that's why the sacraments are so important. Um, these external signs of these inward realities. Absolutely. Yeah. So- If we do that for the season of Lent, 40 days, and Lent, obviously, like I think as Catholics sometimes we can focus a little too much on Lent, we forget. A lot of people, you ask how long is Lent, everyone knows, oh, that sucker's 40 days. How long is Easter? Uh, Isn't it Sunday? Like, (laughs) how many people actually know that it's a 50-day season?
0: And part of that is eight straight days. Where we act like it's Groundhog Day. We just keep repeating it. (laughs) Bill Murray shows up.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So we thought because our external circumstances are kind of disposing us more interiorly to Lent, why don't we take on things that help us enter into Easter joy? Um so (laughs) examples
0: like i'm yeah so interested what are you doing now so
1: so what what i did um Mm -hmm. i love surprises i love spontaneity so i have a jar and in that jar are 50 slips of paper and each one um contains like a challenge to do that day okay um and so i maybe did you know 10 or 15 of them I asked my family to fill them out. I asked friends to fill some out. Oh, People nice, who nice. know me, yeah, yeah. know the things that I love, know mm-hmm. things that give me life. Um, and they wrote things down. And so I have to pull one out a day and do
0: That's awesome. the challenge.
1: Yeah. Awesome. So, so like some of the examples, like I love writing. So one of them is like write a poem or memorize a poem
0: mm.
1: or um, cook dinner for my family. So like things that aren't just about like how can Corinne get the most out of these days for herself, but right. You know, how can I share myself with others as well?
0: <clears throat> that's awesome. And that's definitely um I don't know, you can do that within the context of lockdown life. Right. Know, which is a huge thing cuz you're looking at there's it's so easy to say what can't we do in the midst of all of this. Right. But you're like, okay, even within these things like there's still a consistency and actually even an abundance of options of things that give me life and ways to be joyful ways to celebrate new life and to do that even within this context like I'm sure it wasn't hard to you know asking people you love people who know you to come up with 10 things and now you 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 have an overabundance of options
1: yes yeah I actually had to sift through some of them or just you know They couldn't all make it in. But I thought, you know, maybe I'll just hold on to those and maybe extend this. Use it
0: for a rainy day.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's been fun. That's been an interesting challenge. Um, But I think another one of those things is just kind of slowing down. Like actually, Mm -hmm. you know, Lent kind of taught, showed me the beauty of silence. And yeah, it's pretty terrifying, but there's so much good Um, and so much fruit that's born out of silence. And that's something I don't want to keep just for the Lenten season.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, so I think like one of those ways that I can most fully enter into the joy of the Lord is spending time with him and letting him show me. So continuing up, um, my, my prayer Mm -hmm. in a very like tangible, um, easily measured way so not trying to do all the things but just kind of maintain that and instead of focusing on lord like teach me about your passion teach me about suffering like lord teach me how to be joyful (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome so have you been doing anything in particular
0: um i mean we're three days in so not really um it's kind of recovering uh on easter sunday i crashed pretty hard because i was like go 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 trying to there's a lot of stress and like i said trying to make sure the liturgies were working and that they were good for the live stream and all the tech was working all right and by like easter sunday afternoon i just like crashed because it was like go 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 that entire time so like the first few days were kind of recovering and just catching up on sleep and trying to sleep well and those types of things, but um, I don't even know what day of the week it is now. By the way, when we're, re- I don't even remember because everything just kind of blends together. But um, Tuesday. Okay, we're I'd recording this that. on a Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Um, because the weeks don't matter anymore. It's you, basically like days the day. Of the week, you yeah, mean? days of the week <laughs> don't matter. I, I don't think they do. It's just yeah. Um, but what has been something that i've been really reflecting upon and i'm not quite sure how it's uh, affecting me or if it's helping me at all but one of the things that i realized on easter sunday is that we kept talking a lot about the empty tomb right the significance of the empty tomb and you know what that means and what it looked like and you know how the different evangelists describe aspects of the empty tomb And all of our churches are empty right now. Whoa. Right? And like seeing this as this opportunity to like, you know, Mary Mary Magdalene and the other Mary who went to the tomb, right? And they were sad. And I think a lot of us now even, you know, coming into the office or things like we're kind of stepping into the church and we're sad that it's empty. But there's a new life that's going to come out of that.
1: Whoa. Oh, yeah. I think so. Jesus is out among his flock. Oh, yeah.
0: Right. And that's what we hear in the Gospels is that like those days after the resurrection, he kept appearing to people. He kept stopping people along the way whether it was on the road to Emmaus or Mary uh, Magdalene when they were going back to the disciples, or he kept appearing again and again in all these different places on the, the beaches of yeah. the, the sea and he made breakfast for people.
1: He was everywhere at once. Yeah,
0: like, and that's where he is right now. Mm. Like this is legitimately the resurrected church because we're the resurrected body of Christ. Whoa. And so, like, I don't know, like, how I celebrate that. Yeah. But that's what's been, like, really running through my mind and my prayers is, like, this is going to be... In, it's it's going to be crazy, but it's it's there's going to be such new life coming from this experience.
1: Yes. I've thought about that a lot. What are the effects of this? And I'm hopeful that they can be largely positive, you know, mm-hmm. time spent mm-hmm. with family, learning how to slow down, learning how to distance ourselves from um, our crazy to do lists and schedules yeah, and realizing our, we talked about this last time, our worth is not
0: mm-hmm.
1: in mm-hmm. our productivity and our accomplishments, but in our being. And yeah, that's, this is really cool. I'm, I hope and I pray that we receive these, these strange times well right
0: yeah so on that hopeful and uh resurrected note maybe i don't know Um, but yeah we'll we'll end that for today um but christ is risen hallelujah there it is god bless thank you for listening to this episode of the grounded catholic please like and subscribe um, and comment on this episode and share it with those that you think would enjoy it. We can be found on Spotify as well as Apple podcast. And you can also find us on our website, catholicwhos.org slash podcast. That's h slash podcast. Also hope that you can uh, have a chance to celebrate and enjoy the resurrection as we move forward into this new life that we have, even in the midst of this pandemic. Jesus is risen, God bless you.